Well, hello, Internet Passersby, and welcome back to NAP, the podcast where we talk about anything. I'm your host, as usual, Rebel Notorious, and today I'm joined only by... Sean, it's just me. Melina's gone. Yes, Melina is... I think at this point she might be in the Netherlands. We hope so. Well, no. I was going to say we hope so, but, like, no offence to Because <laughs> um, she, she went back... Uh, well, not saying she went back. She went to Italy yeah, first. with her boyfriend. With her boyfriend. Uh, and I think at this point she's probably at home. Yeah, around about. I she think said she was going for like... Two weeks to each, I think. Yeah, and it's been about two weeks. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, we miss her, but we're continuing yes. this episode anyway. And this, the start of this episode, the topic without her being here, is a, it feels a bit odd to discuss. Yeah. But we can't, like, ignore it. No. It'll be in our heads until yeah, we talk about it. Exactly. Uh, as, if you're listening to this, as you probably know, uh, on Friday, which I, I don't know when this is exactly going up, uh, but the past Friday from when we were recording this, the United States Supreme Court decided to overrule Roe Roe versus Wade. Wade. Oh, uh, a decision that we knew was coming yeah because it was leaked about two months beforehand pretty much like about a month and a half i think and of course everyone went mad because everyone should go mad Uh, yeah for sure like you need to rally against this yeah because this this is not hyperbole this is a half century step back yes 100 if if anyone lacks some context yeah which i imagine they, they might you know yeah. we're, we're from the uk yeah um, it's surprising that we know as much as we do yes and even for some in, in the us they may not know you know roe v wade was in 1973 i believe yeah it was definitely was it that early i thought it was late 70s maybe it was in the 70s for yeah. sure um a, a, a massive landmark court case yeah, where a case that has been like the platform that other huge cases have built themselves up upon since that basically gave women the right to an abortion yeah reproductive rights reproductive rights the basic reproductive rights case and now the u.s is it the senate i I said house of no it wasn't the house supreme court supreme court because there's too many functions to the u.s government yeah it's all very convoluted. Yes, because there's the House, there's the Senate, there's the Supreme Court, and there's the Presidency. Yeah, you've got the House and the Senate, which make up Congress. Yes. Sort of, to give it a UK-equivalent Parliament with mm-hmm. the House of Commons, the House of Lords. Yep. It's not quite the same, because House of Lords isn't elected, but... Yeah, it's it's it serves similar purposes, though. Yeah, it's two chambers of a half-elected body. Yeah. In our terms. And the Supreme Court is unelected. Yeah. They are, but they're not elected by the people. Indirectly elected. They're appointed by the president who needs to get their appointments confirmed. Sorry, I've got got a sort of a... I had COVID (laughs) just before this happened, so if I'm a bit sniffly or stuffed up during this, you'll know why. But anyway, the president appoints a nominee... And that nominee has to be confirmed by Congress mm-hmm. before they can be a justice on the Supreme yes. Court. Which is why when a justice retires, steps down, dies, it is a big, mm. a major moment in history because that shapes 
whoever whoever succeeds them yeah shapes u.s democracy for decades yeah like it's when you really think about it it is disgusting how much this affects so many people in the yeah. fact that it's not really elected yeah and, and the, the american people can't have a say in their decisions because they can fly in the face as of they did right now yeah of what the majority vote says yeah because like from the polls i've seen 75 yeah, percent of americans like the vast majority are against this but because justices don't have to be like held accountable because mm-hmm. they don't have term limits and yep. they're not voted out this is like there's nothing that we could really can be done about like to them no unfortunately not so it's it's deflating mm. because 2016 voter apathy mm. is one of the major reasons Absolutely. for why it turned out as it did and that's basically shaped the decision we've seen today mm-hmm. not to mention the 50 year long process of the republicans planning yeah it, this the has downfall been planned ever since the ruling happened in the 70s of yes. like people putting themselves in places building platforms yep. on it to completely destabilize this ruling yep and it's a it's very saddening that the democrats kind of rested on you know, pretty much Ruth Gader, Gader... Oh, I can't say her name. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. We'll just call her Justice Ruth. Justice Ruth. Uh, they were far too comfortable with her being there and having been there for a long time. Yeah, basically, like, the wall. The wall that all prevented this. all of this. So, no shit, when she passed away two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, like... During Trump's presidency, of yeah, all things. Yeah, so he got to nominate the successor and in fact two of the current justices were appointed by trump was it two two fucking hell and this is going into like the dirty tactics of like because republicans in the last few years have always tended to hold the house and like the senate they were able to block a democratic president's like nomination such as obama because he Infamously, he tried to get a nominee in during 2016. Yeah. And the Republicans were like, no, we can't do that. This is an election well, year. That was another thing. Um, I think it was during the Trump presidency before Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed. Mm. They said that if in 2020 the Democrats got a president, that they would do everything in their power to block another yeah. candidate. So that would prevent them from getting two and it gave trump the two yeah which is insane it's horrible like that's an insult to democracy yeah because currently what you have is a supreme court directly against three other branches yeah you have the senate and the house and the presidency are all democratic yeah and then you have i want to say by a linchpin the house or like the senate though yeah it's basically split 50-50 in uh-huh. the Senate, I think. But I think I think you have more likely that they would vote towards mm. abortion mm. than against it. Mm. Because I think they understand that their... Constituents. Would, you I'm know... I'm not sure if it's constituents in America. We it's, have, it's constituents yeah. for us. Uh-huh. I think it's constituents for them. The, the people they represent exactly. would... 
<laughs> they wouldn't, you know, they would call them, they would talk to them. Because that's how American politics works. You mm. you contact your representative and you obviously through voting mm-hmm. as well. But then you have the Supreme Court who can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You have, and this is what baffles me, the Constitution has the First Amendment, which is freedom of speech, which also allows freedom of religion. Yeah. But it specifically says you can't have a government built upon a religious... with a a deferential towards any particular religion. Yeah, the entirety of separation of church and state is basically codified. Yes, but currently, the Supreme Court is an entirely the... uh, What's the word? Theocratic. Theocratic body. Yeah, like, and they've admitted that. Yeah, but they wrap it up in terms that negate any... Re, uh, recourse against it mm-hmm. because they wrap it up in moral belief and traditional values which everything, is code for everything they can say to like not say it's a religious issue while yeah. still being a religious reason yes so yeah it's it's baffling it's angering and we're not even but American we saw it coming and it yeah. is it's anger it's, it's yeah it's been a long time mm. since I've been this angry about a, a political decision and it doesn't even affect us no yeah. and and what baffles me is that i can't find anyone on the pro-life side that can give me a, a explanation pro-life by the way in air quotes oh yeah more accurate term would be anti-choice which is a term that yeah. i think has been picked up even more by like mm-hmm. pro-choice which is it's, it makes sense. Yeah, because it they, they're not pro-life. No. They're, they're pro-control. Yeah, like, I think uh, George Carlin, I think, yeah. said it best that, like, if you're pre-born, they protect you. But if, like, the moment, like, you're you're born, the most people who are, like, pro-life or, like, Republican and stuff don't give a single fuck no. about what happens afterwards. Because what you have now is... Basically, it's it's a state by state thing, mm. and you have only just a majority of states mm. allowing abortions. Yeah, yeah. But it's still twenty three with another, I think, four with abortion on the yeah. the ballot this year. Yeah, and that's insane because it's all about states' rights and handing it back to them and giving them the decision. But if they're in, if someone is in a state that doesn't allow abortion, it's so limiting to what they can do mm. because you, it's a country that doesn't have universal health care, it doesn't have paid maternity leave, so it it just it totally it's another crippling of like the healthcare yeah, sector. It ruins the life of anyone who who is not in the position to take care of a child. Yeah, because some people aren't choosing abortion because they necessarily want it but because they can't go through with a pregnancy yeah like if that child is born it would be a worse quality of life for both them and the mother yeah and then you have the people who are pro-life calling those people a sap on the state yeah Uh, just you know scum or whatever it's oh it's so unbelievable it's fucked up the hypocrisy the the barren face hypocrisy Mm. of it all is unbelievable it's maddening yeah so, I know Americans are fed up of hearing this, <laughs> but you need to get out and vote. Yeah, just vote 
constantly contact your congressman yes. or congresswoman, whatever. Yeah, let them know that you're you're seeking abortion rights in your state. Yeah, it's gonna be fight. a hard battle yeah. for it to get back, especially in states like Texas, especially in states like Alabama. Yeah, these are the now, battlegrounds. Yeah, who have now? I think Alabama are the first to raise their penalty of uh, an abortion mm. to the same level as a rape conviction which is 99 years maximum sentence which is insane that's fucked up yeah you have a lot of states the the states that now have it kind of outright banned or are in the process yeah. of moving which to that had those laws on their books like years yeah. ago to automatically yep go off once this was overruled because they were waiting yep um you now have a lot of those states moving to bring abortion charges up to the level of homicide yeah it's, it, it's insane it's it's unbelievable and like i said I, ca I can't find a pro-life person who can give me any other reason than oh well it's about protecting the kids it's absolutely not about that's protecting the it's kids. not a kid that's a no. cluster of cells exactly and i mean even in texas like before abortion was overruled it was like six it's no it was as soon as you had cardiac activity mm. That was it. You yeah, couldn't. which is like... For some people, it was six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Which is two weeks overdue a period. Yeah, exactly. And mo the vast majority don't even realise they're pregnant at that point. No, that's it. Because you can be two weeks late for a number of reasons. So yeah. So your first shit, your first instinct isn't always... Going to be pregnant. Yeah. And so if you're having cardiac activity, mm. that's you. You're instantly... You can't get an abortion. Yeah. And you're having to travel out of state. Which again, like for all the reasons I've mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, like financially, that's a whole minefield. Yeah, exactly. It's unbelievable. Yeah. If if anyone needs resources to, you know, assist them in this, I need an A dot com. Mm. That is your prime source. That will point you in a lot of different directions depending on what you're needing. Yeah. And if and an abortion fund as well. Absolutely. If you look into them, because if you're needing to travel out of state to say like LA mm -hmm. or California in general, where they've said they are absolutely keeping mm -hmm. their rights, then the abortion fund will help you. Absolutely. Um, and I want to stress, by the way, because I've been seeing this thing as well, I don't have, like, specific named ones, mm -hmm. but I have seen that, like, obviously it's nice that so many people have been like, you know, if you need help with mm -hmm. an abortion, I will help you, like, on social media mm -hmm. and stuff, but if you're actively, like, looking, always go to, like, a network. Yes. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Cert certified like sort of network of these uh -huh. things don't just take it on some random person's word because yeah. a lot of them will i'm sad to say are going to be doing this just for the, the social yeah li likes now if you know someone who can help oh, yeah. you, you absolutely and you trust but if someone. you're just seeing it on social media then it's best to seek yeah and the not official channels because uh, this is suddenly becoming now an underground sort of level yeah I don't want to. This is poss This is possibly hyperbole, but like it's an underground railroad sort of situation. In a sense, it kind of is, especially yeah, the fact that I'm even suggesting that is a bit fucked. Yeah, but but what's troubling is that we're heading back into that direction because yeah, I don't know if you saw this. I think I maybe brought it up uh, when I mentioned the ruling in our group chat with mm. Melina because we've we've discussed this. A yeah, little bit. yeah, because we couldn't not yeah the same justice that brought the opinion that overturned roe v wade is also pushing for the overruling of contraception yeah gay rights mm -hmm. 
and privacy in the bedroom. Yeah. Of which is insanity. This is one of the biggest things that, like, that sticks with me as well. It's not just this ruling. It'll no. be future rulings. Yes, and that's, that's it. This is the massive drop in a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying because as much as we say it doesn't affect us, whatever the US does affects everywhere it in the world. It affects the world, yeah, because they are the superpower. Yeah, and this isn't just abortion rights. It's not an abortion right. It is a human right. It is human rights, yeah. And 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 when... <laughs> it's the amount of people I see saying, oh, but they're only one-third of the decision. No, they're not. Yeah. They are the beginning That's just and wrong. the end of the decision. Yeah. Th- no, they are the supreme yes. court. No, no, no. They're talking about, like, oh. the woman. Oh, the woman. The yeah, woman yeah, yeah. is one-third of the decision. No, no, they're not. They are the beginning and the end. Yeah, exactly. The, the partner in the scenario... Their opinion can be heard. And Absolutely. They can, but they, they are not it's the not one. It's not their body. No, it's not their body. They do not categorically get the choice. Yeah. And and whatever the choice is, they then get to make a decision off the back of that. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Absolutely. And like we said, at the point that this decision is being made, it's not a child. No. It's a cluster of cells. So it has no decision. It's not alive. It's not got a consciousness. Yeah. It does not have any... It doesn't have an id. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unbelievable because I've never had to use that phrase (laughs) in real life. I know. And that's mad. I'm legitimately like almost seething right now. Just like thinking about this more and more. Same. Oh, fucking hell, America. Yeah. This is this. Despite what we thought was the light of an end of a tunnel. Hmm when the Democrats got back into power. Now, fair enough, Biden wasn't anyone's... First choice. First choice. No. Nor was he anyone's second, third, fourth, (laughs) fifth, sixth, or last. But God, I mean, the choice was him or an actual fucking fascist. Yeah, and and I'd be far more worried if Trump was still in power. Absolutely. This This wouldn't even be the start. No. I mean, I'm still concerned because, like I said, the the decision to overturn far more basic human rights Mm. is now in the process. Mm. There's also, I believe, a Texas senator who says, you know, that they should be overturning segregation rights. Yeah, I saw that too. (laughs) Which is, oh my God. Oh yeah, because you sent that, that's how it's What year do we live in that someone would openly hold that opinion? Like, not even dog whistle, which is still fucked, but like, openly, like proudly say without fear of being uh-huh. like pointed and laughed at yeah that this is an idea that should return because no it fucking shouldn't no it absolutely shouldn't and it's it's unbelievable a thing to say but somehow that's a lower bar than the KKK yeah like it at least they try and dress up yeah, their opinions least, to be more palatable they go to the courtesy of looking like fucking idiots yeah they can never be taken they, seriously yeah we know what they we know what they stand for we know it's idiotic yeah and they try and dress it up however they want but we know what it is but outright just saying we should go back to yeah, segregation an elected official an elected official with power someone someone who has been voted in by the people is unbelievable and you know what I'm not shocked it's Texas no it's unbelievable that we are still, you know, we're a hundred years past all of this, mm. more, and Texas still holds the same reputation. Yeah. 
which is unbelievable because I don't think the majority of Texans actually hold any of those opinions. No, because like the idea that like Texas is this super conservative mm -hmm. like red state is mostly true in rural areas. If uh -huh. you go to like the big cities like Austin and like Dallas and stuff, mm -hmm. they're just as liberal as yeah. every other city in America. But then we also get down to the fundamental issues of American voting where you have gerrymandering. gerrymandering. You have lines drawn in such a way that disproportionately, disproportionately add more seats to yes. a certain party. And we're not saying this is just a Republican oh, thing. Oh, no, no, no. D Democrats are as equally guilty. Yeah. But because the Republicans have been in power for longer mm. and more frequently, unfortunately, when these things are being drawn when these up, things yeah. are being drawn up, it means that it disproportionately favors them. Yeah, which is why we still see, you know, a lot of the blue states like New York, uh, mm -hmm. California. Those are always pretty much blue. Yeah, those don't change because those They're lines are drawn, blue. and I don't think you could redraw them to favor Republicans. No, not at this point even, because no. a lot of them have moved out to more conservative states. Yep, exactly. It's, it's, it's a big knock-on effect. Yeah. There's so many different levels of issues about this, mm -hmm. uh, from fundamental up to, you know, congressional. Yeah, the entirety of America's system has been almost carefully planned yeah. to have these issues. And it's unbelievable that people still... Like, I, I don't even think our government is that far gone. Now, I don't, hide, I don't hold a high opinion of the Tories. No. I don't think any of them are as bad as that, which yeah. is saying something. Because we have, like, laws and, like, systems in place to stop that kind of mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. So, I mean, if they could, I wouldn't put it past them. No, I wouldn't put it past some of them, because there's definitely been a few vocal ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially ones that were former UKIP mm. that then that somehow become you. elected, yeah. you know, to Parliament, which is baffling That's in itself. That's a whole other issue. Yeah. And I don't think Johnson, Boris Johnson's that stupid. I don't know, he pushes it sometimes, I feel. <sighs> he might be racist. I don't think he's... Yeah. I, I don't think he's like that. Which is, is an odd thing to say. I know, I, I, know. I th This whole situation pushes us to keep saying weird things that we'd never think. Yeah, because like any other situation we wouldn't be saying this, no. but like... You're right, really. Yeah. And I, I guess it's the the thing of like we're we're we could we're kind of glad to be living in Scotland where yeah. it's not outright legal. Mm. It, I mean, I think it's very much still under law mm. illegal, but no one's pursuing it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you know, uh, Big Nicky. We have Big Nicky. Nicholas Sturgeon's basically said that there's no way that they would ever. Yeah. Actively pursue it. So you can still freely seek them here in the UK. Yeah, yeah. In Scotland, I mean. Yeah. Um, and I think they are looking to process the legality of it. Mm -hmm. But we are kind of roadblocked by Parliament and some of those, not Parliament, uh, Westminster and yeah, some yeah. of those regards. Because as much as we have devolved powers, there's only so much, much we, we can, can do. do. Yeah. Um, so I think as much as they're wanting to bring it into law here, it may be a big roadblock with Westminster. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know if they're... I, I don't know what the state of Westminster's like when it comes to pushing for their... for abortion laws and stuff like that. Yeah, like, the, the history of abortion is a lot more low-key over here. Yeah, because it's pretty much a case of where we've gone, look, we're not going to change the laws, but we're also not going to... It was 
from what I remember, it was decriminalized in the 60s. Yeah. And that was basically it. Uh-huh. It's decriminalized, but uh, I, I think as most countries go, decriminalization doesn't mean that we've changed the law. Yeah. We just don't actively pursue it. It's just it. not, like, enforced to, like, be punishable. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's a weird comparison, but over here, when it comes to marijuana use, mm. I'd say it's at the point of decriminalization because yeah. unless you have a lot of it, mm. you're not going to get... If you're actively growing farms yes. and stuff, yeah, that's yeah. when they'll look into it. But uh-huh. if you just have it for, like... Recreational use. Like, no one's going to give a shit. No, you're, you're, you may get a warning, but yeah. you're never going to be charged or arrested. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much where abortion stands. Yeah, which... You're not going to get a police warning for an abortion, though. No, 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 no absolutely not. Um, which isn't ideal, but it's way better than Oh, yeah, 100%. But that that's kind of par for course for the UK, where mm. we, we make changes, but it's mainly just disregarding archaic laws. Yeah, the fundamental, like, point of UK law is basically quirks yeah it's like yeah it's technically illegal but no one's paid attention to it for a hundred years like the biggest one of the biggest one that come to my mind is that it's still technically illegal to be like against the queen or the Mm -hmm. royal family even just thinking about it but no what no no police force or law enforcement is ever going to enforce that yeah i mean especially you can't really do that when i think was it 60 percent of scotland did not care about the jubilee (laughs) like i mean to be fair who does yeah exactly (laughs) um the big old platitudes i can't believe that was a a term they used Ah. but yeah so I'll I'll put a link to I need an E down in the description, and I'll I'll hunt for some other sources that that may be of of use yeah. to anyone who is listening to this and is, is finding yeah. themselves in a situation where they need it. I know we've basically just ended the co- that mm. conversation there, but I do want to bring back like we say, big big Nicky is gonna like start like enshrining this into law mm-hmm. and i believe that completely oh no I, she seems very much in pro she's, choice she's pushing for it i yeah. think but whether Which that goes great. anywhere but here's the thing there in the snp there is even some msps that have stated they are pro-life like i've seen yeah. some of that not many mm-hmm. i've only really seen one that has outright said that they are yeah in like an email that leaked on like I'm sad to say Reddit again, so that's how I saw. <laughs> that's that. where a lot of these things leak. Yeah, but uh, I, I've seen other SMPs that like in their history they sort of have hinted at that. Mm. Nothing outright confirmed, which goes goes back into that yeah. mindset that we have that like it's just not that big of a deal for us. Uh-huh. I, I also think like if it did get taken, you know, to to Scottish Parliament, if I don't know if anyone is stupid enough to dissent yeah you know like, at least I, within the party like i believe like when push comes to shove like uh-huh. the vast majority of the scottish parliament would not go like against abortion because yeah. i think you know it's pretty much like the us where if you put it to a poll or a vote mm. you'd find the vast majority yeah and support because it turns out Despite what it may seem like, the majority of Americans aren't fucking idiots. No, and that's that's what it all comes down to. Like, voter apathy in 2016 mm. kind of paved the road to absolute destruction for the yeah, country. Yeah. And and like, I'm not blaming anyone for that. You know, yeah, because there's reasons. To yeah, be like I I get it because from 2014 I've 
being feeling slightly apathetic to the whole process of mm. not democracy, but you know, voting and yeah, because you know, like I said, in Scotland, you know, we are kind of lucky in some senses, but at the same time, we I kind of feel like our voices aren't heard as yeah. much when it comes to the the decisions of the the UK as a whole. Yeah, I mean, we only get like fifty nine seats. Yeah. Out of- 365 something like that and so like we can vote entirely one way and the country just goes in a completely different way no actually it's double that because that's like half the parliament because mm. that's what you need for like a majority yeah so actually it's 650 something Jesus. i think and so that's how we ended up with the european decision you know almost every constituency in scotland mm. was remain yeah. And then what you had was us being forcefully pulled out of the EU. Yeah, not a single one of those votes mattered. No, exactly. And so, and this is, you know, I say 2014 mainly because that was when I first started to get mm. voting because the independence referendum when I was 16. Uh, well, I was 17 at the time, sorry. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, I can I can attest because uh, my, um, my own personal history, I was 13 at the time mm-hmm. when that happened. And funnily enough, right after the... the the referendum happened that's when i sort of had my political awakening uh-huh. to call it because i got that's when i like i started to figure everything out i started mm-hmm. looking up like what left wing and right term politics yeah. were and by the time the 2015 election rolled around i had been clued up and i yeah. sort of i wished i could have voted at that point uh-huh of course i think for me it would have been 2012 2013 mm-hmm. so kind of when the ndrf started kicking yeah. up most of us and it wasn't just indie ref, but that's kind of you know my first experience I mean, of getting to actually I that's the big one, vote. I think, for a lot of people of our generation, uh-huh, anyway. Definitely. Who, and, are, uh, who are old enough to, like, know that. Uh-huh. Like, that's when, like, I think a lot of people would have been started to clue up. Yeah, and so that was when I started to kind of, you know, left and right and, and all that sort of thing. And I, I don't think it's until later, you know, with American politics that you kind of really get a grasp on all of it. Yeah, like, I was learning American stuff at the same time mm. just because the internet's heavily yeah. gravitated that, toward America. I, I sort of, at the time, not disregarded American politics, but I just I didn't pay as much attention to it because they were in a stable position. Yeah. Because, you know, not... It, there is no perfect president, of course but not. Obama had been, you know... Yeah, he at least gave off a sense of stability. Yeah, he... You knew that he was a leader. Yeah, he was normal. Uh-huh, he was, he was the type of person you expected to be in power. Yeah. Um, and so for me, American politics didn't really start mattering until Trump started running. Yeah. And he started gaining traction. So that was, what, 2015? 20. Yeah, 15 when he start, when he announced he was running, and then, because America has so much time oh, yeah. dedicated to, uh-huh. like, campaigning, mm-hmm. it's nuts. And so, for me, it was like, you know, I was reading about American politics, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, you just have Brexit. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It just happened. And, and when I say that, I mean, like, I found out about it two months before it happened. That was it. I mean, I feel like for me, you always heard... I mean, everyone knew about UKIP beforehand. Oh, I had heard about UKIP. You knew, like, the issue. Yeah. To get like to give it a term beforehand, but no one really thought it could actually happen. Or yeah. Or thing that happened until, like, just a few months before it did. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I I did the my due diligence of looking into it, and yeah. it didn't take me long to go, why 
Would we, we do this? Yeah, yeah, why would we do that? It just seems like a bad move, no yeah. matter what angle you look at it. So, voted Remain. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> I wish I could have voted Remain, because yeah. I was still like 15 at the time. Well, of course. So uh, I didn't get a voice. I was, um, I think I'd just turned 18. Mm. Uh, so, you know, voted Remain. And and we, I, I watched it live as all the votes come in, and yeah. we just were forced, we, we were ripped yeah. out of the EU and it's been a seven year long process of that trying to get like find a way back for Scotland yeah. specifically um, and so that Trump getting into power and just so many of the other things that have happened in the world since mm. then between both America, UK and other, and other places um, you know the, fucking Venezuela Argentina <laughs> It's just not going Mexico, <laughs> a lot of places that you just kind of see, like almost falling apart at the seams, mm. and you know, civil not civil wars but riots and and protests and and so it it makes you slightly apathetic when mm. you know it's like yeah I'm I'm raising my voice but no one's listening. no one's listening. So yeah, I can understand why the Americans in 2016 were slightly apathetic towards yeah. voting, especially when you had Trump and Hillary. Yeah. Which, oh, God. you know, it 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 was it was one evil over another. Yeah. And I don't think it was much better in 2016 and in, in 2020. Yeah. Because again, I mean, Biden's not so much an evil, but no. I don't think anyone expects him to do anything. Yeah, like every time I see him on the news, he's he's just it's just like you're really a placeholder president. Aren't yeah, you? we're we're literally biding time until. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Someone, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> until someone else comes along. Yeah, someone another like. Obama, yeah, like figure who's actually charismatic, uh-huh. and and as historic as Kamala Harris as as you know first yeah. female president, uh, female vice president, black female vice president as well. As well, I she's been quiet. I haven't quiet. heard anything about her since no. like twenty twenty, and the fact that right now what's going on with Roe v Wade, yeah. she's. Needs to speak up. Yeah, where is she? Where's what she said? She's not. I haven't seen anything from her. No, she's the vice president. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen stuff from Biden. Yeah, which was barely a statement. It was. It was. You know, oh, you need to go out to the polls and fight it. And it's like, yeah, yeah no shit, Joe. Absolutely. I uh, mean, of course you're going to say that you're the fucking president. Yeah, it's like you are in a miraculous position to stand against this. Yeah, for once in history, for the Democrats. This is an. I, yeah, this is a historic moment. Yeah, and he just isn't doing anything yeah so to put into context that statement because i realized you know that's digging into american history that <laughs> most people probably you know won't be aware of maybe not even americans mm. but around the time of when slavery was abolished mm. um did i send this to you i'm not sure okay um so around the time slavery was abolished right before that happened the supreme court uh, or whatever it was at the time, the ana- the analog version of it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the American government's you know evolved over time Absolutely. to a degree, as a government would. Yeah. Um. And so th- whatever they are, they were around the time, 
voted essentially to enshrine slavery within the constitution. I think I did read something about this, yeah, I'm not sure if it was from you, but... Yeah, but then, basically, what they did, what... Uh, no, you did, because you put the thread in Yeah, that's WhatsApp. right, in their WhatsApp chat. Um, and I forget who, what president it was at the time, was it Lincoln? I think it was, I think it was Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln, the, the House and the Senate just ignored it. Yeah. And they made the Emancipation Proclamation. Emancipation Proclamation. Emancipation, sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. stumbling over words No, here. it's fine. I mean, this is a pretty hot topic issue. Yeah. Of course, we're going to stumble our words. Um, we're not perfect. And they, they made the Emancipation Proclamation and basically just, just outlawed slavery anyway. Yeah. And Biden's in the position to do that. Yeah. To just ignore the Supreme Court. Yeah. And to enshrine abortion. He could use an executive order. Yeah. To veto that decision and enshrine abortion into law. Into law as a as a human right. Mm. And he could do the same thing with gay, gay rights, rights, with privacy in the bedroom, contraception. And, and contraception, which it's unbelievable that those three are still only precedent. Yeah, these and not are fickle. codified. They shouldn't be fickle, no. but they are. But they are. It's unbelievable that they're not codified in law mm. or enshrined in the Constitution. Mm. And it's unbelievable that people are still arguing, or, or Republicans are still arguing over certain readings of the Constitution not protecting certain rights. Yeah. When it's pretty much just saying, people have human rights. Yeah. Fucking respect them. Exactly. The whole point of the fucking thing. <sighs> yeah. The whole point of the thing, because the British didn't do that. Yeah. That was your whole thing, America. <laughs> Land of the free, my ass. Ah, we're talking about that as two Brits. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's certainly something that yeah. when we feel like we're being taken down a road, yeah, where we have no control, we're back by a country that we've never set foot in. Exactly, they they set a standard for everyone else in the world. Yeah, and unfortunately. Well, I don't think the UK will do it this time. Generally, they tend to follow suit. Yeah, that I, special I, relationship. Yes, I hope we're not that stupid. No, I mean, it's come out that, like, I mean, Boris has said, mm -hmm. and I can respect him for this, along with the Ukraine stuff, which is weird to say. But I, Okay, I'll, I'll say what I'm going to say once you've made okay, your point. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Boris has said that, like, the decision in America is horrific, and mm -hmm. so many other leaders in Europe and even Canada have mm -hmm. said that like this is a horrific decision and we're now moving to like make sure our abortion laws are like enshrined yeah. and stuff. That is honestly America should be looking at itself and going, this is a historically weird decision that we yeah. made. The fact that the rest of the world pretty much is rallying against the decision yeah. we've made exactly. for once in our existence. Yeah. Is something. Yeah. They won't care. No. Eric, what were you gonna say? Uh, the the whole Ukraine thing, not to touch upon it too much, because I feel like it's a it's it's a whole other discussion. Yeah, this that's, is becoming a very political episode. Yeah, isn't it? Um, and I I don't think I've done nearly enough research on the Ukraine situation to be able to talk oh, too yeah, much I'm, about I'm, it. Oh yeah, I'm the same, so we won't go into full detail. No, but I want to I want to pick up on the way the the news keeps wording certain things. Oh, now this will be interesting. <laughs> and it's slightly funny, but at the same time deeply disturbing. Go ahead. Every time Boris goes to Ukraine or goes to visit Zelensky, mm. they keep calling it a surprise visit. 
And I'm like, you're right, guys. It's not. It's not. We're allies. Like, call it unexpected. Sure. Yeah. Don't call it a surprise because a surprise is inherently a good thing. Yeah. This is not. A good, <laughs> it's not a good. These are thing. not good times. No. There is nothing going on in the Ukraine right now that is actually a good time. No. <laughs> so don't call it a surprise. It could have been Eurovision, but Eurovision can't go because no, of all the other shit. Exactly. And also nothing nothing about Boris Johnson showing up unexpectedly as a surprise. No. There is nothing good That's about that. That's just what he does. He shows up on your doorstep and you go, oh, fuck. It's him again. <laughs> Zelensky. We're, we're, we're very sorry, Zelensky. Zelensky must be so fed up with him. Oh, he's got to be. I mean, I, I will say, by the way, I know I said I just respected him for mm-hmm. all the Ukraine stuff, but... You know he's really just doing this because he sees this as a Churchill moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, there's nothing fully genuine behind all his support. There is nothing genuine about anything that Boris I does. I know, I know. It's all manoeuvring and moving the pieces on the board to... I respect it on the principle that we are helping them. Yeah, Like, that 100%. can't ever be a bad thing, but I'm, I'm never going to believe that Bojo's purely ever doing this out of the mm. kindness of his heart. No. Or on principle. No. And Because and, uh, if they were... And, like, I know it's a tense and fraught, you know, um, situation when it comes to certain, you know, the, the powers that be that are involved. Mm. If, if anyone was actually doing anything out of pure kindness to the Ukraine, mm. they'd be stepping in. Exactly. They wouldn't be sending them arms. They'd do something. They'd be sending this, the soldiers, which yeah. is an odd thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> But it's weird th- around times where we're saying this, yeah, but we are. Because categorically, we are in peace times. Yeah. And it's weird to say something like that. Mm. This whole past two years, COVID aside, has been so bizarre. It's been so fucked. You have America fully pulling out of Afghanistan, mm. seeing the Taliban in the news again, which was like, what year am I living in? Am I back in 2006? Not even. The 90s. The 90s. But no, I remember the Taliban still being in the news when I was in school. I mean, yeah, in the news, but like the Taliban being in power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. That's the 90s. That's what I was but like them really, yeah. constantly kind of being. I mean, even I remember mm-hmm. the Taliban being like in the news as well, even when I was pretty young. Yeah, because like, those were, that was the world we grew up that's in. That's it. We grew up in the height of the war on terror. Yeah. Like that's. Terrorists like, are. To give huge context 9-11 happened when i was six months old i was four i had just turned four a couple of months beforehand yeah. i didn't even know it it was a thing until like 10 years later but yeah i but i did know about you know the war in afghanistan mm-hmm. and iraq and stuff yeah. just from like the news because that was always the news yeah like i i only really knew about 9-11 at the time because like even though i was four i don't remember any of it like it being on TV. My mum says that she remembers watching it, um, but I didn't have my conscience at the time, I guess. Yeah, you were four. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You were too busy about Thomas the the Tank Engine. Yeah, some people have memories from back then. Apparently, I don't. I have, like, maybe... I'm not even sure they're real memories, but I can remember sort of being four. Oh, yeah, like, sometimes I look at pictures when I was, like, four Mm. or five, or or, or three, four, five, somewhere along those times. And, like, I I feel like I can see the picture moving. Yeah. But I'm like, this isn't my memory. It's not something I clearly remember. But I do remember 9-11 because I grew up in that time. Yeah. You know, you were six months, so you learning about it ten years later makes sense. Yeah, only I I specifically remember the 10th anniversary. Yeah. Obama talked in New York Mm -hmm. in front of the memorial of the lights and stuff. Yeah. And I was like... Mom, what's this all about? Mm. And she had to tell me, but 
I mean, even before then, I'd sort of heard the term yeah. 9-11 before. So I know it was a thing that happened. Yeah. I'm not going to say we learned about it in school, but it was certainly like we were... And like, there's only four years of a difference between us. Mm. But certainly people slightly in my age group, you know... Yeah, kind of, on your side of um, my the divide. Side of the divide. We, we grew up in that evolving world. Mm. In a slightly more intimate way than I think anyone born around the time it happened. Yeah, because like... Because you probably only really remember it once it had changed. Yeah, to... in my head, it, it, it was after the great evolution had happened. Uh-huh. Whereas like, for you, you got to witness it. Yeah, really. I got to watch the changing of... You know, I got I kind of got to watch, you know, things be pulled for being insensitive towards it when it had mm. nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, children's TV stations kind of uh, pulling back their, their you know, uh, things being too violent, things being too close to war. Yeah, we've, you know. like, added, like, if anything was on fire in an episode, uh-huh. that'd be pulled. The, the biggest, like, one I remember hearing about is, like, a Pokemon episode got there's, pulled. Yeah, there's Because still a... it was called Tower of Terror. Uh-huh. Nothing to do with a tower falling I or anything. I just, just think the that's name. a banned episode. I don't think it's ever aired in it, English. It probably is. Yeah. Um, I, I, but that's the kind of roller coaster we've been on the past couple of years. You know, yeah. we've we've had America pull out of Afghanistan, the Taliban take over again. We've had Russia being Russia, being Russia. I Fucking mean, Putin bastard. <laughs> it's so weird that that situation's been going on for so long because yeah. it it happened with uh, it started with Belarus, not Belarus. No, Be- Belarus is an ally of Russia. Yeah, so they they're like a. The last dictatorship in Europe. Yeah, but they were... They, so when the, the Soviet Union fell, they all, all of those became independent yeah, countries. Yeah. This started with sorry, uh, Crimea. That's, Crimea. Uh, that's what I'm thinking that's of. That's what you're thinking of, yeah, because um, they continued. The annexization... Annexi- annexation. Annexation. Happened of, in 2014, which I do remember. I remember that, yeah. And this has basically been building towards... Yeah. Them invading Ukraine. It's been, I mean, it's officially been the Russo-Ukrainian war since 2014. Since 2014, yeah. And that's unbelievable yeah. that, that we are witnessing so many dark events in history. I've seen so many memes and I relate to all of them of, I hate that we're living in so many historical events yeah. right now. Like, I thought, you know, I could somewhat deal with living through Brexit mm. as a historical event. Absolutely. Could somewhat deal with it through COVID. Yeah. This is getting too much. It's, yeah. This is becoming a It's dream. like the world is unraveling. Yeah. It, it feels like... It, it doesn't necessarily feel like as a whole we're going back in time. It feels like we're heading towards the end times. Yeah. Which is a scary thing to say. To me, I keep thinking it's like, this must be what people felt at the... In like the thirties, mm. just before the kickoff of World War Two, yeah, that's terrifying me. I don't think. God, I hope I don't have to eat these words, and mm. months or years time. Uh, wood. Yeah, I can knock on wood. Sorry if you can hear that, but you fucking need to hear. You it. need to hear that. I don't think anyone in the world, any country superpower, even Russia, would. Take the stupid decision to go for another world war. Yeah, because that that's mutually assured destruction. Yes. I so hope that we have learned that lesson. Mm. We should Especially be... Russia of all people. Yeah. <laughs> because they went through 
a revolution to then be totally stomped over by the Nazis to then fight it all back. Yeah. I don't think they want to go through... While being under a dictatorship of their own. Exactly. With its own crimes. Because Stalin was still around at the time. Stalin didn't die until six months before fucking Queen Elizabeth II was... Yeah, we crowned. talked about this as well. Which is unbelievable. Uh, it's like two totally different worlds that are t- way... In your head, they are far, far away. I'm very stuffed right now. <laughs> I can hear it. But, uh, sorry. Two s- totally different worlds that you don't think in your head are mm-hmm. ever even close to each other. We're right next to each other. Yeah. This, to me, you know the obligatory... Power Rangers kids TV show episode where they end up in a parallel universe a parallel timeline yeah and it's a dystopian version that's what it feels like we are living through yeah we are in that one yeah and it's unbelievable not to say that before any of this the world was perfect or oh absolutely not but it was sunshine and roses but it was normal and it felt like Things were becoming topics that needed to be topics, and we were heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Because the trans rights fight is not over. No, we are still heavily in the midst of that. But it's because of everything else that's going on, it is has, 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 has now an undercurrent. Mm. When I wish it could be the main topic. Yeah, it should be. It, it, right now, in a better timeline, the fight for trans rights would be the main point of the decade yeah like and, and another hope, civil rights decade yeah like the 60s and and if none of all this shit had happened maybe we would have that that fight would have been won by now yeah i would say we but and you know we're not trans but you no, know we we support that movement of course we do because we support human rights we support but, human rights which should be a hot topic no and it's unbelievable that it is and you At know what this is long. And you know what disappointed me more today when I woke up? What? I was scrolling through Twitter. Oh no. And that's always this is nothing to do bad with abortion this time. No. Uh one of the one of the singers of a band that I kind of listen to. Uh mm. I, I follow them on Twitter. I have done for a while. It's just one of those things where you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of forget to unfollow people. Of course, of course. Um was basically outing himself as not anti-trans but certainly held some questionable views views, yeah for sure and like i jk rolling all over again well hopefully not as bad as that yeah but just as i had to scroll past so many quote retweets from them like fucking double and triple and quadrupling down oh. and I'm like dude cause one that I read was like uh I, I'm not against blah 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 I'm against some a trans person pre-op going into a female restroom and, and exposing themselves and I'm like yikes what the fuck are you on about yeah like they don't go into the, the restroom to expose themselves yeah that's not what they do. they're no one goes into a bathroom to expose themselves no. to people. You get in there, you do your yeah. quite literally your shit, uh-huh. and then you leave. And it's like, do, do, do they know how female bathrooms work? Do they know that there's there's no urinal, that there's only cubicles? Yeah, so they're they more enclosed than male ones. Yeah, and if they do go in and do that, they're 
they're a sexual predator. Yeah, they're, that's not because they're trans. No. That's because it's indecent exposure. Yeah. <laughs> which is a crime across the board yeah. for cisgendered and transgender. Yeah, it, the, where you lie in the spectrum is totally irrelevant in that scenario. Absolutely. If you are a disgusting human being, you're a disgusting human yeah, that's being. That's not a trans issue. No. That's a human issue. Exactly. So, yeah, that was a swift unfollow. There's always that... I've, I've seen this meme constantly of, like, it's in, a, like, a bathroom, and it's just, like, some guy just under, like, the door, like, hi, I'm just here to make sure you're not making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme, because it gets to the point so quickly. Yeah. God, this has turned into... I mean, this is, you know... This was inevitably going to happen. This is inevitably going to happen. we decided we were going to talk about this. Yeah. And there was a sort of unspoken understanding that I think we never really wanted to talk too much about politics in the no, podcast. because this is mainly a fun place yeah. to be. We don't want to bring you down. John Oliver is where you go for yeah. that. This, these kind of really important issues. But I think that's why John Oliver works is because it's, it's you know, it deals with the, the, the issues in a very... Light-hearted way? Yeah. It's weird to say because... It, it handles them with the depth and tact that it needs. Yeah, there's but respect. But also got humour in there. Yeah. And that makes it so much easier to... Talk about it. Yeah. And and to experience it and to, to learn about to it. discuss and analyse. Uh-huh. But sometimes... And a, a, a topic is too important to not discuss you can't just ignore it and and i I'll, I'll say that everything we've discussed today in this podcast episode is 100 worth discussing absolutely i'm i'm so sad melina wasn't here. yeah and because as much as it's kind of dealt with a, a lot of its abortion i think some of it's very uk specific mm-hmm. in terms of what we discussed in terms of yeah EU yeah voted apathy for us so i i I think that she'll listen to this and maybe understand that, yeah. you know, some of these topics, she she definitely could have weighed in on abortion rights. I need to say that. <laughs> because what I... I was going to say... When it comes to the UK stuff, I, she maybe would have felt a bit... A bit more of an outsider. Yeah. yeah. Like, we talked about our histories, like, in the UK-specific uh-huh. viewpoints. It would yeah. have been great to have heard the, the viewpoint of oh. someone from the Netherlands, though. Yeah, because that's, that's a viewpoint we have no idea yeah. about, and so she could have... I know nothing I about the... Netherlands political system. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm the same. I'm sad to say. Yeah, I don't. I almost feel bad saying that out loud, but yeah. I haven't looked into how that works. I know they're they have a monarchy as well. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think it's kind of like ours, though. Yeah, I think it's more encoded that the monarchy doesn't do anything though, because mm. over here the monarchy doesn't have anything to do with like politics or I mean they're politics but like not yeah. that kind of politics on principle mm-hmm. there's no law yeah. that outright states that but that's just the tradition uh-huh. and we know that if she did she wouldn't be queen for much longer yes that's the underlying agreement yeah because the sort of understanding as has been said by the queen herself is that mm-hmm. she can't hold a political opinion yeah because the crown must be above yes. all of that which is, in most regards, understandable. Yeah, it's respectable, I'd say. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes you need the the thing above the law. Yeah, to have an opinion. Absolutely, like on very fundamental oh, things. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and thankfully, I'd say it's been a while since anything like that has happened in the UK. Where 
I'd say that maybe she should hold an opinion, mm. which is, you know, the EU thing, but I don't think... Eh. Eh. We have to live with that decision. Absolutely. As much as we may want back in, we may have an avenue to get back in if we can get in a second independence referendum. Yeah, which is a whole other topic. A whole other topic. Um, but I think we've maybe reached... A good conclusion for yeah, this to one. Our, all our politics talk yes, for this episode, so at the very least. A very, we, did, we did that a lot better than I expected, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, this is going to be one where I'm probably, when I'm editing it, not going to listen to too much because I yeah. don't want to... F- I don't want to cut any of this out. I don't yeah. want to cut any discussions out because... You know, when you're talking off the cuff and when you're you're stating your opinion, my eyes watering for some reason. <laughs> What the hell? It's that. It's we've been talking about so many important things. <laughs> I get it completely. Um, you know, I I don't want to listen to it until it's out yeah. because I'm then probably gonna say to myself, I can maybe cut that out because I didn't word it amazing or whatever yeah, yeah, in hindsight. Yeah. But I think everything we've said, I'm fine with being on record. Yeah, I think I'm good with that too. Yeah. So. I think we end it here. We're just over an hour recording time. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This was going to be a opening statement sort of thing yeah. in this episode. This was, this was going to be about video games. The next episode, well, this this is definitely coming before our Comfort Movies episode now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's too weird. important. Yeah. I may, I may put it up. I may shift anime lane just so this comes out a bit more on time. Okay. Because it does feel like it's it needs to be within a certain Absolutely. window. It needs to be now because yeah. this is very important. Yes. So it, it's it's been a a, a a downer of an episode. Yeah, I mean it's been a hard hitter. Yeah, is but what I'd it, say. it's been an important episode. I think. Absolutely, we and couldn't not do it. Yeah, and I think it's good to know that we can. I think we can discuss these issues and I think I'm not going to say it's going to come up very often. Yeah, because we still want to keep that fun. But, you know, if if things do come up, I think it's good to know we can talk about these on the podcast. This, much like a ruling, this sets a precedent. Yes. And uh, hopefully next time Melina's there. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want her in these topics to yeah. discuss because her voice needs to be heard as well 100% and it's, it's it's just unfortunate that this fucking situation happened in the first place but also it's unfortunate that it happened when she was Gone. away yeah and you know we couldn't hold off in another two or three weeks nah to to discuss this topic it, very much we yeah, had yeah. to do it when the iron was hot absolutely so sorry Melina sorry Melina yes if you're um, listening back to this <laughs> Don't just have your boyfriend skip through yeah. a couple of times. We're talking to you specifically, bitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode of uh, Napcast. I almost mm. called it Anime Lane. Um, thank you. For it's li- okay. Yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of Nap. Um, hopefully, a more lighthearted one next. Yeah, time. absolutely. We promise next time we'll talk about video games. Yes, there is no good ending to this episode. Yeah. So goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>